0: My name is Madeline Asells. Ever since I can remember, my parents have taught me about Christ and his goodness. Because of God's amazing grace, I was saved around four years old, so I don't remember anything of my life before Christ. I do know that I was sinful and that I often sinned against my parents and my brothers. I was headed for a life lived in opposition to my Creator. One day, something in church caught my attention, and later I asked my mom about it. I was afraid I wouldn't go to heaven if I died. She answered my questions and told me the gospel. I'm pretty sure I had heard it before, but something was different this time. I still had questions, so when my dad came home from work that night, I asked him. After we had talked and he had answered my questions, he asked if I had a relationship with Christ and if I wanted one. I said yes, and he asked if I knew that I was a sinner, that that was a problem because God demanded perfection because of his holiness, and that Christ sacrificed himself on the cross to resolve the problem between God and me. I believed and repented from my sin, and now he's put in me the desire to live a life that honors him. He's given me the ability and the desire to read his word. He's filled me with joy at how great he is. He's shown me how merciful he is and that he saved me. He chose me when I was a sinner, and now, even though I am saved, I'm not perfect. I want to be baptized because I want to obey him.
1: Madeline. Based on your profession of faith, it's my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
2: My name is Savannah Gillingham and I am 17. I have been blessed to live in a Christian home surrounded by a strong Christian family. I have heard about Jesus and how he died for us for as long as I can remember. I gave my life to Jesus when I was 7 years old. I knew that I was a slave to sin and that there was nothing I could do to save myself. However, the next several years I was what you call a Sunday Christian. I read my Bible on Sundays and never gave it another thought throughout the week. I would attempt to read my Bible every day, but it never lasted. I tried to do this on my own and I was only doing it because it was the right thing. My life was not being lived to glorify God. I didn't realize this until autumn of last year when my family started reading the Bible every night together. It has taught me so much about how important it is as a Christian to read God's word and what it means to truly live your life for Christ. I realized that every aspect of my life should be to God's glory, and that my life had not been doing that. Up until now, I did not want to get baptized. I knew that it was not what saves me, and so I decided to not do it. Realizing how important and serious God's word is, I now know the responsibility I have to the command towards baptism. I want to get baptized today in obedience to God that I might glorify him.
1: Well, Savannah based on your clear profession of faith, it's my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
3: My name is Annika Bishop, and I would like to publicly make it known that I identify with Christ and do what he commanded me by being baptized. I used to think that I had time that maybe when I'm older, I could listen. In the past, I tried to fit in and change myself to someone else's liking. I used to blame a lot of things on other people, not taking responsibility for my faults. My life was not going in the right direction. I knew about God and his teaching, but never fully listened and obeyed. Both my parents followed God and taught me to do the same, as long as I can remember. Although I have followed Jesus since I was very young, I renewed my commitment to him when I was nine years old. I prayed to God to ask for his forgiveness and thanked him for dying to take away my sins for me. I choose to follow him and become more like him. I am committed to following Jesus Christ. He forgives me for my wrongdoings, and he gives me grace. When I am going through hard times, I feel alone, but God is always there with me. When I keep my focus on him, God helps me to see other people through his eyes, to have compassion and to love others. 1 Peter 5.7 says to cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. God helps me to give my anxieties to him.
1: Monica, based on your profession of faith, it's my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
4: Hello, my name is Anastasia Hess. I grew up in a Christian house with Christian friends, which made me feel that I had all that I would need and thought if I went to church and memorized verses, I would be saved. But in reality, I deserved hell, and I didn't care if I sinned. I desired worldly things and didn't want to admit it. I didn't find any interest in learning more about the gospel. In Romans 3.10, it says, None is righteous, not one. When I was nine, I realized I was sinful and that I didn't truly know God after listening in church about the resurrection of Christ and how he died for our sins because he loves us. I thought about how sinful I was and and how I needed God. I asked my dad to pray with me and accepted Christ into my life. And Romans 10.9 says, Because if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Since then, I have matured in my faith, and instead of learning, living for my own good, now I live to glorify God, and I strive to learn more about the Bible and look forward to praising him. Because of what he has done for me, I want to be baptized to proclaim my faith with Christ.
1: Honest to see it. Based on your profession of faith, it's my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
5: Hi, my name is Sarah Sellers. God graciously allowed me to be born and raised in a Christian home where we regularly read the Bible and attended church. I cannot remember a day I didn't know who God was. As a natural rule follower and people pleaser, I always wanted to do what was right, and it wasn't hard for me to outwardly follow God's laws. As I grew older, encountered difficult situations, and spent more time in God's Word, God worked in my heart, and I realized my need to be accountable for my own faith and relationship with Jesus, not just going through the motions of what I knew was right. Making Ephesians 2.4 personal, it says, But because of God's great love for me, God, who is rich in mercy, made me alive with Christ even when I was dead in transgressions. It is by grace I have been saved. It is not my empty works or anything that I can do that saves me but recognizing my sinful ways and believing that only Jesus' work on the cross can save me. For a number of years I stayed as a baby Christian, saved and forgiven, but not growing as consistently as I should have. God used Bible studies where I learned to study and loved studying God's Word to start maturing me and giving me a greater understanding of God's attributes. I am thankful God doesn't leave me in my sin and that He continues to sanctify and grow me to become more like Him, even though it is often uncomfortable. Romans 11.36 says, For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. God created me to glorify him, and it is my desire to glorify God in all parts of my life. And that is why I'm being baptized today, to glorify God. So clear. Thank you.
1: Sarah, because of your clear confession of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's a joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
6: Hi, my name is Danielle Jackson, and I am 14 years old. I have been blessed to have grown up in a Christian home with parents who have always tried their best to be Christ-like in every way. I grew up going to church every Sunday, knowing that it was important, but I didn't understand why. I often dreaded Sunday mornings and never looked forward to Pastor David's lessons, because my sinful heart didn't want anything to do with God. I wanted to live a life for myself, so I made myself the God of my life. I noticed my love of sin when I started lying more, enjoying being rebellious toward my parents, thinking of myself before others, and numerous other sins. My nature of sin led me into sadness and depression. I remember at one point in my life, maybe around fourth grade, I started to develop a deep fear of death and hell. One night at Explorers, Pastor David pointed out the fire pit in front of him and said, Boys and girls, souls burn in fire like this for eternity in hell. I thought that I was in big trouble knowing that I was a guilty sinner and had not done enough good deeds in my life to be sent to heaven. During one of Pastor Scott's sermons, he said something that made me feel exposed to my sin and a bit uncomfortable. I didn't quite understand that Pastor Scott wanted me to know that we were born sinners and in need of a savior. Instead, I knew that I was a guilty sinner and thought that there was nothing I could do about it. My sixth grade year, I attended a Sunday school class taught by Nathan Torres. By the end of my sixth grade year, Mr. Torres was teaching in Mark and presented the gospel to the class. For the first time in my life, my eyes have been opened to what the gospel was really all about. The Bible says that every person deserves the wrath of God, but God offers eternal life as a free gift because he loves us. Because of Christ's work on the cross, we are able to repent from our sin and God will forever forgive us of our sin. Psalm 103:12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. I was finally unchained from my, and free from my sin. Incredible amounts of weight were lifted from my shoulders, and I have never had a more freeing, happier, or satisfying moment in my entire life. Proverbs 28:13 says, Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. From that day on, I have noticed a major change in my heart. I have been so much happier all the time, wanting to be hospitable, and felt more convicted of my sin I had done in the past and the present. I'm so thankful to the Lord for what he has done in my life. Isaiah 12.2 says, I give thanks to you, O Lord, for though you were angry with me, you turned away that you might comfort me. Now I'm desiring to do all I can to serve and glorify my Lord and Savior. I want to be baptized today because it is a commandment from God, and I want to make a public declaration of my faith and identification with Christ. Amen. Thank you,
1: Danielle. Danielle, because of your clear, clear confession of the Lord Jesus Christ and the transformation that has taken place in your life, it's a joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
7: Hi, my name is Sullivan Phelan, and I am 14 years old. I am here today to be baptized to show that I have personally placed faith in Christ's work of salvation alone. I have lived in Kingsburg my whole life, and I've grown up in the Church with my parents and brother Callahan for as long as I can remember. Growing up at Grace Church, I was taught weekly about God's love and all He has done for us. I was taught the gospel at a young age and learned about all the good news the Bible left for us. Just like any kid who grows up in a Christian home, I would go to church on Sundays, pray before meals, and go to Bible studies. But there were seasons of my life where all I did was serve myself, and sis on my own way, and attempt to control my circumstances. The Christian lifestyle became a routine and something I would do without joy. It started to be more of a chore than anything else. However, at the age of seven, one day after learning about sin and salvation and seeds with Pastor David— I came home and prayed with my mom and accepted Christ into my life. I remember feeling overjoyed with reassurance, knowing that Christ will always be there for me and that this change in my heart was only happened because of the Holy Spirit. Although I don't know if this is the exact moment I was saved by my faith, I do know that this moment truly opened my eyes to who Christ was and what he has done for me. I started to see evidence in my life of sanctification and had assurance of my justification. I finally understood that God had sent His only Son to die in my place so that I could spend eternity with Him. Over the past year, I can definitely say that my faith has grown more than it ever has. With all the trials from this past year, school closing, sports being suspended, and the question of when everything will open again, my faith was truly put to the test. I have realized that Christ is not temporary. He is there when life is rough and when life is good. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 35, it says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. This has completely shown me that the world is not permanent, but God is, and it has changed my heart. Over COVID-19, I can strongly say that as a Christian, I truly became a girl who loved being in God's Word and showed my faith more than ever before. The fruit of the Holy Spirit was revealed in times of trouble. It has shown me that all we can do is trust in God and lean on Him and not ourselves. I know that I am a sinner and that my life was only changed because of the Holy Spirit's work on my heart. Nothing, anything, I did. I want to be baptized today in obedience to a commandment to display God's work in my life and to bring glory to him.
1: Sullivan, because of your profession of the Lord Jesus Christ and you've placed your faith in his work on your behalf, it's a joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
8: Hello, my name is Rick Feung. I was raised by Christian parents and went to church and went just to Christian school. My parents made me attend church every Sunday and I went to Sunday school. As I was growing up, I was taught that my sins deserved hell, but it never occurred to me that when I die, I could go to hell, so I didn't really worry about it. It was in seventh grade that I started realizing I was a sinner that deserved hell. I started asking questions to my parents and one of my older friends about redemption and what I should do. They told me that Jesus Christ took God's wrath that I deserved, and I started to realize that I need to ask God for forgiveness of my sins. And I put my full trust in Jesus Christ. It was when Mr. Drott died, I started to have, I started to have doubt in my faith. I felt like maybe I truly wasn't saved, and that when I die, I would go to hell. Pastor Shea said that if I have doubt, I should read First John, since it's all about assurance. In 1 John 1.9, it says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Also in 1 John 2, 1, it says, But if anyone who does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. I like these two verses because they tell you that God will forgive you of your sins if you ask for forgiveness. I have asked for God for forgiveness of my sins, and I now feel assured of my faith. Now as a true saved Christian, I want to obey God in His every command, and that is why I'm going to be baptized today. I'm trying to read my Bible more often. I know that I have a lot to learn as a Christian and that I'm not perfect, but I'm thankful that God sent His only Son to die on the cross for me.
1: So clear. Thank you, brother. And uh, you know, you've heard a couple of our young people talk about sin and being saved from hell. And it sounds funny to say that. I don't know if that's mentioned in a lot of churches anymore. But apart from sin and apart from the doctrine of everlasting punishment, uh, I don't know if the gospel is good news. In fact, we only know the gospel is good news when we know what he saved us from. And so, Rhett, your profession of faith, because of your love for the Lord Jesus Christ and your trust in him, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
9: Hello, my name is Stacy Malikian. I have considered myself a Christian for as long as I can remember. I was baptized as a young child, and I grew up in a Christian home. In recent times, however, I have come to realize that no matter what good works I do, I can never save myself, and that only through Jesus can I be saved. I need to fully trust in Jesus for my salvation. Salvation is a gift from God through the blood of Jesus. Jesus lived a perfect, sinless life, died on a cross, and rose again on the third day. He took the punishment I deserved for my sins. Jesus defeated death and sin. I now realize that before accepting Christ, I was spiritually dead in my sins. I was prideful, and I cared more about my own interests than in serving the Lord. I have prayed, and I have repented my sins and asked Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. Now that I have trusted in the Lord with all my heart, I feel safe and confident in my salvation. I want to continue to grow in my personal relationship with Jesus. I would like to be baptized today in obedience to what Christ has commanded and as a public declaration that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior.
10: Stacey, in obedience to the commandment of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and because you have just professed your faith in Him, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
11: Good morning, Um, my name is Carson Hantula and I'm 25 years old. I was born and raised in the Lutheran Church, attending private school my whole life. In the Lutheran Church, you're baptized as an infant and confirm your faith later on. For me, that happened in 7th grade at a new school I was attending in Orange County, California. I can't say I truly believe I was saved at this point. I believe I was a good person by worldly terms and was quite knowledgeable of the Bible. However, that is not what saves a person. I can't recall the exact moment or the exact week that I was saved, but there was a God sized change in my heart during my sophomore year in high school. This change was the process of becoming convicted over my comfortability of just coming off as good, looking good from the outside or just sounding like a Christian. The college years were a big test for me and my faith, making decisions for myself and by myself for the first time. This was the first major step towards making my faith and relationship with God my own. The next was moving out of my parents' house about a year ago when I moved to Kingsburg, California to pursue a girl I now get to marry in a month. The feeling and realization of being a godly leader in an eternal and holy covenant, that is marriage, ignited a fire in me to know exactly what I believe on different topics and why I believe these things. I ought to be able to defend my beliefs and teach them to others and my kids. So while attending Grace Church, it came to my attention that there is such a thing called Believer's Baptism, the fact that our baptism should be in response to what we believe to be true and a public declaration of our inward change, to, bu- to publicly declare and symbolize my union with Christ, death, burial, and resurrection. Baptism is not an action that saves you, but is an act of obedience to God's word. The most famous verse depicting this response is Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I'm here before you today, as Paul puts it, less than the least of all believers, Ephesians 3, verse 8, to be obedient to the commands of my Lord and Savior. I recognize and believe that I am totally sinful and nothing without him. I believe that Jesus was fully man and fully God, that he lived a perfect life, died for me on that cross, was buried and rose again. I commit my heart and life to following him. Carson, in
10: obedience to the commandment of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and because you have just confessed your faith in Him, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
12: Hi, my name is Josh Carrinder. I'm 23, and I'm being baptized today in obedience to God's commandments. I grew up in a Christian home going to Calvary Chapel in Hanford with my family every Sunday until about 2008 when my Grandpa Carrinder passed away from cancer. He was a godly man and the best role model a boy could ask for. Even though I didn't know it at the time, he taught me several things that I will continue to use for the rest of my life. After he passed away, my family stopped attending church regularly and my priorities started shifting towards more worldly things. I lived my life according to what I knew was right and wrong, and if anyone were to ask me, I would claim to be a Christian. I attended Hume Lake Christian Camp several summers in a row and enjoyed learning about the Lord, but never had the burning desire in my heart to truly know him. I always knew I would get to know him one day, but it was on my back burner. After the seventh grade, my best friend got held back, and uh, my friend group dramatically changed. This is when I started drifting away from Christ. I fell in love with the world and everything in it, from sports to girls to parties. I was focused on having fun and living in the moment. I lived a selfish, sinful lifestyle for the next eight years. After high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life and I found myself getting into trouble more often than not. Then in 2018, I decided to attend Northwest Lyman College to pursue a career in the line field. Upon graduation, I landed a job in Houston, Texas and worked there for almost two years. This is where I fell in love with money and I couldn't get enough of it. But being alone and that far from home made me realize what was really important in life and it wasn't money. On Thanksgiving of 2019, I was home visiting with family when I noticed a Christian book sitting on my grandma Carinder's table, and I opened it and started reading it. She noticed me reading it and wanted me to keep it, so I did. I read that book every night before bed, and God slowly started working his way back into my life. I would pray for guidance and for forgiveness, but I still did not have that passion in my heart for the Lord. Little did I know he was about to teach me another very important life lesson. When COVID hit, I got laid off and I was forced to come home. I bounced around from job to job trying to keep up with bills and stay out of trouble. I started a relationship with a girl and blew it before I knew it. I hit the rock bottom and uh, had no one to turn to but the Lord, and that's exactly what I did. I turned to God and his word and spent as much time as I possibly could reading and studying the Bible. Over the next couple months, I was overwhelmed with God's love. Before I came to know the gospel, I thought, I was ne- I thought it was necessary to have my life together and all my sins dealt with before, com- before becoming a Christian and I obviously misunderstood. After learning about God's grace and mercy, I knew there was no better time than now to surrender. I realized there would never be a time in my life when I had everything together and it would be convenient to be a Christian. I'm extremely thankful that God loves us so much that he sent his only son to live the perfect life, die the death that we all deserve, and rise from the dead to bring salvation to all who repent of their sins and trust in him for forgiveness. Second Corinthians 521 says, for our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. I'm a sinner in desperate need of a savior and he is Jesus Christ. I learned to put my trust in him with anything and everything that I do. I'm growing in the fruits of the spirit, such as patience, kindness, gentleness, and self control. My faith in the Lord continuously grows and I can't wait to see where he leads me. I believe God gave us baptism for many reasons, but I'm here today to publicly proclaim my faith in him, to identify with you as my new family in Christ, and to encourage others to learn the gospel.
10: Josh, in obedience to the commandment of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and because you've just professed your faith in Him, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
13: Hi, my name is Luke Banks, and I'm 13 years old. I was raised in a Christian home with parents who loved the Lord, and they taught me about God and my sins. I felt guilt for my sins, but it was more fear in getting caught than sadness for sinning against God. My my family and I moved from Michigan to California in 2017 for my dad to start seminary. While we were saying goodbye to family, there was an accident. My 11-year-old brother, Caleb, died suddenly. Immediately, I thought of heaven every day. I remember my dad saying that even though Caleb is gone, he is in a better place. He is in heaven. I started to think about where I would go if I died. One night while I was talking with my mom about Caleb, I remember feeling sad that I never asked Jesus to save me, even though I knew he was the one who carried me through that really hard time. That night, I prayed to the Lord that he would save me from my sins and that he would be my Lord and Savior. As I study my Bible for the past four years, I've learned that I was born a sinner and separated from God. And while I was dead in my sins, God saved me. And I believe Ephesians 2.8, that says, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And that is not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Because of what the Bible says, I have assurance that it was God alone who saved me and will take me to heaven. Romans 10.9 says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus says, Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, I don't just want to please my parents, but I also want to please God and do what he says in his word. I am being baptized today because it is God's command, and I, publicly, and I want to publicly proclaim that Christ has died on the cross and took my punishment. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior.
10: The obedience to the commandment of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and Luke, because you've just professed your faith in him. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.